The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, one of the hottest trends in nutrition is the rise in the use of probiotics. Find out what they can do for you and how they help you live healthier. Plus, later we'll tell you what's new at Mother's and what's going on around town. But first up, we're pleased to have Dr. Yaroslav Bublik with us. And Dr. Bublik was educated in Melbourne, Australia, and received his BSc from the Department of Chemistry at Monash University, and later his PhD from the Department of Medicine at Monash University. He is an associate member of the Australian College for Nutritional and Environmental Medicine, a member of the Royal Australian Chemical Institute, and a chartered chemist. Dr. Bublik has published over 30 peer-reviewed studies and articles in the scientific journal and has presented almost 40 scientific papers at research symposia. He's an inventor holding four patents, three of which are here in the United States, and one for a hydration solution, which is held in 25 countries. We welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Welcome. How are you, Kimberly? Thank you. I'm fine, and how are you? I'm very well. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and work before we get to this show's topic? Okay, well, I guess my personal mission is to search the world for technologies and ingredients um, to help us build uh, optimal wellness. And I specifically work uh, for, with MRM to help them develop cutting-edge nutritional products. So that's, that's really my passion, is, is nutritional medicine as a, a wellness-building tool. Um, you know, I mean, we can use nutritional medicine, obviously, to manage illness, but what we're really trying to do is build better people. Wonderful. Well, thank you, and I love your passion, and uh, your background is incredible. Today we're talking about probiotics, and I'd love to start by asking you about your MRM products. They launched last year. Uh, what launched last year, and what, what do you, we're talking about probiotics. So last year at Expo, we launched um, some some joint products which we talked about mm-hmm. um, they've been going really well um, you may have noticed I limped in here today because I've actually got a hip injury and I've been using our joint synergy complete and oh, yeah. it's really made a tremendous difference so um, we're getting great feedback on those we also developed two vegan joint products so it's often very difficult for vegans to get products that they can use in that joint um, you know, uh, supplement area because so many of the ingredients are animal-based. But we've actually, uh, we did a bunch of research and found some vegan alternatives for many of the animal ingredients and we've put together these two vegan joint products, uh, Joint Strengthen and Joint Motion, and they've been going really well as, re- really well, as well. Um, the other thing we launched last year was a kids' nutritional line, um, which were all liquid products, and we've been getting fantastic feedback with those. We, we chose the liquid format simply because it's easy for parents to dose appropriately for you know growing kids, so smaller dose for a smaller kid and a bigger dose for a bigger kid, um, and the feedback on those has been really good because one of the challenges with liquid products is most kids take them directly so they have to taste good and that's not always easy with nutritional supplements but I think we've done pretty well and the feedback certainly has been that the 
the products have been um, you know, very popular. The kids like the flavours of them. And for kids that don't like the flavours, liquids are actually pretty easy to hide in their food. So you know, that sort of gives you a, another way around the issue of, of the kids not liking you know, the, to take the product. So that, that's gone really well. Can you expand a little bit on what does that mean with the kids' pro products? Um, when, are, they, are you specifically talking about probiotics? Are you talking about joint products? What so with, products? with the kids' products, we did a whole range. Okay. So we did, a, um, we did an immune product. We did a, um, a, a CalMag zinc product. We did, a, I'm, I'm stretching my memory now exactly. Mm -hmm. to We did a probiotic product, which was actually the first probiotic product and was kind of the entree into what we're going to talk more more about today um, and uh, so it's really a full range of, of kids products um, we tried to keep the amount of overlap of ingredients at a minimum so parents can really pick and choose exactly what they need or what their pediatrician or natural therapist tells them that their child particularly needs because often kids are pretty picky with their the foods that they eat sure. and so they might be lacking certain groups of nutrients rather than all nutrients so you know doing a full spectrum multivitamin doesn't make a lot of sense for kids because they're probably getting half of those things in the foods they do like to eat but they're missing out on the other half because of the foods they don't like to eat so this was gave the the parents some flexibility around sort of assembling a nutritional program for their kids and that the feedback's been really positive and you might have just kind of answered it a little bit, but let's back up and talk about the most general thing, and that is what are probiotics? Okay. I, I should have been the so, first question. No, no, no. We, and, 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 you know, we want to talk quite a lot about probiotics today because this year we've just launched a, a full range of probiotics and some, some companion products to probiotics. But probiotics basically are um, supplemental forms of digestive bacteria. Mm -hmm. So these are bacteria that normally live in our gut, um, or a gastrointestinal tract, if we want to use the more formal term, but gut's okay. Mm -hmm. um, and that population of bacteria, you know, we've learnt so much about that in the last probably two decades. You know, for, for many years, we've, you know, bacteria, the, the association in medicine at least has been bacteria bad, um, you know, kill bacteria. Um, and the realisation now is that inside and on our bodies, we have more individual bacteria cells than all the rest of the cells in our bodies combined. Mm. So, you know, we have um, a population of bacteria in our gut that really do an extraordinary job of converting a lot of the nutrients that we get in our food into forms that we can actually take up into our body. Um, those bacteria are growing um, and uh, expanding and proliferating and then they're dying and even in death they give up a lot of the nutrients that are present in the bacteria because they're living organisms. And the most important thing about the bacteria in our gut is that it's a, uh, you know, we, we often use the garden analogy. You know, it's, it's a mixed population. It's a whole lot of different bacteria. People that are exposed to lots of different bacteria in their foods or because of their particular lifestyle, you know, tend to be healthier, um, a bigger range, more biological diversity, if you like, in the gut um, is a good thing. And, um, uh, and, and an aspect of that is that there are some bad bacteria as well that can populate the gut. So really gut... Um, you know the, what we call the microbiome or this, this population of bacteria in the gut um, needs to be a balance um, of predominantly good bacteria with you know, bad bacteria being crowded out and kept at a minimum. 
And when we have that, then you know, we have good digestive function, we have good regularity, we don't have any bloating, we don't have you know, too much gas production, etc., etc. And we get the best out of the foods that we eat. If we don't have a good population of bacteria, then you know, a lot of the nutrients in the foods that we eat, we actually don't transform and aren't able to then absorb. And we end up with all of those you know, digestive sort of discomforts, mm-hmm. which can left unchecked, evolve into quite serious diseases. So, you know, keeping your gut microbiome healthy is is a really key part of good health. Um, and so these are some of the new products that you were just talking about that are, you have available for kids now and in the liquid form, and then also what you were just talking about with the new products um, for, well... It's for adults it's, as well, as, yeah. So, okay. so this year we introduced... So the kids product was last year that's a liquid product this Mm -hmm. year we introduced um, three probiotics a probiotic booster and a fiber product Mm -hmm. so these all basically work as a a toolkit for you to to improve the health of your of your microbiome of your gut and they each have particular functionalities they each have particular reasons why you would or wouldn't wouldn't use them Um, and we can go through them individually Um, but basically the the, the focus of the whole range is towards creating good gastrointestinal well-being. So how would you um, use the different... Let's, let's open up the toolkit, so to okay. speak. So, so the toolkit consists of um, a daily probiotic, mm-hmm. um, a extra-strength probiotic, a women's probiotic, mm. a probiotic booster, which is a really interesting product we'll get to in a second, okay. and a fibre product. Mm. So... Um, basically the way probiotics work is you swallow them, they go through your stomach, they end up in your small intestine, they implant, you know, they, they find a little home in there and they start proliferating and growing. Um, some of them will continue to travel through the gut and find their little home in the large intestine. Some of them will find their home in the colon, but they basically populate the whole gut from top to bottom. Now the challenge with probiotic supplementation is that we have a very effective mechanism in the body for preventing bacteria getting into our body, and that's the stomach. Mm. So one of the roles of the stomach is to uh, basically kill all the bacteria on the foods that we eat, because we actually eat a lot of foods with a lot of bacteria on them. Some of those bacteria are perfectly good and fine, and they're things that we would want in our gut, and some of them aren't. You know, there are some pathogenic bacteria on foods. And, you know, if you go back 10,000 years to when we were, you know, Paleolithic cavemen, then we were probably eating a lot of pretty toxic bacteria from time to time. So we've evolved this really powerful mechanism for killing them, which is stomach acid. Mm. So if you put a normal probiotic into the human body and it's unprotected, then it'll arrive in the stomach and 90% plus of the probiotic bacteria you put in there will be killed by the stomach acid which is it doing its job so that's exactly you know what you would want but what it means is that from a supplemental point of view you've got to get past that you know that first line of defense which is the stomach and the way we've done that with these products is using a technology which was developed in Europe it's called microbac and what it is is a little wrapping around each of these bacteria of of lipid of a fat Mm. And that fat protects the individual bacteria from the acid in the stomach. 
So those bacteria can go through the stomach acid. Some, you know, some will be killed. It's, it, it's inevitable. But, but a much larger proportion of them, and what we've discovered is it's of the order of 90%, make it through the stomach into the small intestine and then go, can go through the rest of the digestive tract and populate and grow and do all the things that probiotics do. Now, there's another aspect of this, and we talked, I mentioned earlier how it's important that we have a diversity of bacteria in the gut. And so one of the things that we did at MRM was we designed a 16-strain blend. So there's 16 different kinds of bacteria in our probiotic product. A lot of probiotic products have multiple strains, but you can still buy you know, a single-strain lactobacillus or something like that. And look, it can be modestly useful, but I think you know, diversity is good. It, a, a bigger biological range of bacteria who are doing different jobs is good. The other thing about that is that some bacteria live more happily in the small intestine, some of them live more happily in the large intestine, and so we've got a mix of both. So we've got bacteria that will populate both parts of your, of your digestive tract, so you've got probiotic health the whole way through. Um, we've also added into those products some things to help the bacteria grow. So again, going back to our garden analogy, mm -hmm. if you think of the probiotic good bacteria as flowers, then bad bacteria are the weeds. And um, so we want to try and control the weeds. Um, and one of the ways of doing that is making the flowers grow really well. And one of the ways of making the flowers grow really well is to give them some fertiliser. So we've actually got probiotic fertiliser. We don't call it that, but it's, it's, it's prebiotic fibre. It's postbiotic, so it's, it's components of dead bacteria that are used as fuel by the live bacteria and some digestive enzymes just to help you break down your food a bit better and give the bacteria a better matrix for growing. Uh, this is all amazing, the way you're explaining this and we're following along. Um, so this is what's all going in the toolkit of the new um, probiotics of what you're offering at MRN. Uh, we have to take a quick break, sure. but we're going to be back. We're going to talk about more with Dr. Bobulek. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. 
And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Boblik. And we're talking about probiotics. And I'm very interesting because we have just unpacked the toolkit. And you've talked a little bit about the probiotics, the extra strength, the women's, the booster, the fiber. And um, let's talk more about this. I hope I didn't. But no, no, that's, that, that's, that's great. <laughs> so, so what we were talking about before was pretty much the daily. I mean, that kind of sets the scene. And that's the product that you would use if you're in pretty good health mm-hmm. and haven't really any serious gastrointestinal problems and you just want a really good, you know, um, multi-strain probiotic at a reasonable dose to keep you well. If you've been ill or you've used antibiotics or you have some sort of ongoing gastrointestinal distress Mm -hmm. that you need some support for, you use the extra strength product. It's five times as much, five times as many bacteria. Mm -hmm. And because of our microbac protection, you're actually getting an equivalent dose to 125 billion cells per capsule, which is a pretty huge dose. I mean, it's, it's really a lot. Um, extra bits of the, the fertiliser components, the prebiotic and the enzymes and, and all the rest, same as the daily. Then we have the women's product, and this is a really interesting one. This is actually a patented formulation. It only has two strains instead of 16 in the other two, um, but they are specific strains which have been designed to be used at the same time as two other components. One is a cranberry extract, mm. which has large amounts of uh, some, some compounds that we know help um, inhibit the adhesion, the sticking of bacteria to the inside of the, of the urinary tract, so mm. the bladder and the ureter. And then there's another compound in there called mannose, which is just simply a sugar to help the whole process. Those four compound or those four components, the two bacteria, the cranberry and the mannose, are patented and have been clinically demonstrated to reduce the incidence of urinary tract infections in women. Mm. So if that's a problem for a woman, then this is something that she, you can use preventatively. If she is experiencing that issue now, then she can use this um, as an adjunct to whatever other treatment she's doing. And she could use this on an ongoing basis just as a preventative. Mm-hmm. So that's the women's probiotic. Then we have this, pre-bi- this probiotic booster, which is a really cool product. As I said to you in the break, it, there's only you know, one other company that has anything like it. Ours is, is really quite unique. And what it essentially is, is a, a toolkit of, um, uh, of agents that um, will inhibit the growth of bad bacteria. So we often, with probiotics, talk about increasing the good bacteria and trusting that if you have enough good bacteria, they will crowd out the bad ones. But this is actually a direct attack on the bad ones. So if you have a situation where you've got some resistant bacteria, bad bacteria that are in your gut that just won't go away no matter what you do, which is often the case after you've had... um, for example, if you've been travelling and you've you've ended up with a um, you know Montezuma's revenge, oh, yeah. um, then you may have a population of really resistant, nasty bacteria that sort of keep causing problems. This would be the product that, to use to to clean them all out. Mm-hmm. And so, again, to use our garden analogy, this is a herbicide. I mean, oh. it's not a herbicide. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm yeah. using an analogy, but it has the effect of 
killing off the weeds. You okay. know, the bad bacteria are the weeds in our analogy, and mm -hmm. this actually kills the weeds. So it's very specific. Okay. And then to, to, to complement all of these, we have this fibre product. So what we did is we sat down and looked at how much fibre the average American is eating, how mm -hmm. much fibre the average American should be eating, and found a huge shortfall. Most Americans don't eat anything like as much fibre as they should. Hmm. A lot of people respond to that knowledge by eating a whole lot more or trying to add to their diet a whole lot more insoluble fibre. So, you know, things like psyllium and, and, you know, bran and these sorts of things. I mean, they are fibre and it's better than nothing, but these are insoluble fibres and they're actually rather harsh on the body. So what we did was seek a number of fibre sources which are predominantly soluble fibre. So the difference is that soluble fibre absorbs water and sort of gels. So it increases the, the volume of material in your gut. It provides a very healthy environment for all the probiotic bacteria to grow. Um, it provides a good environment for nutrient uptake and so on. So soluble fibre is really what we should be trying to eat more of. That's primarily found in fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't eat enough fruits and vegetables, so we need to get it somewhere else. And this fibre product is kind of the perfect complement to, to the probiotics and the probiotic booster. Wow. I, it's, it's fascinating that it just those probiotics can get into your body and do all of these amazing things. Yeah. And um, you, this re research, I mean, of course, looking at your history and what you've accomplished, and now you're doing this um, in this uh, movement with this with your toolkit. Um, can you talk a little bit about the releasing the number of these new products again? Um, what's in the future for looking ahead with MRN? So we, we've. Um uh, we've already decided that we want to keep going with probiotics. Um, probiotics, you know, they they can they're so transformational for people's well-being mm -hmm. that um, there are there are some other directions we want to go in. Probiotics. The research that's been done recently has suggested that probiotics may be that certain probiotics may be able to be used to um, modify mood. So people who have mood disturbances. You know, have been given certain strains of probiotics and they actually, their mood improves. Wow. We've also seen probiotics used for um, body composition management. It turns out that skinny people have a different microbiome to fat people. Really? And if you give fat people the microbiome from a skinny person, they lose weight. Hmm. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So there's some R&D to be done around all of that. And what we've actually done is um, started work with an organisation um, in Denver called the Bio Collective and they are collecting stool samples <laughs> from people all over the country and analysing those stool samples and finding bacteria in people's poop that we never <laughs> knew existed. Really? And they're culturing those bacteria and making them available for research. So in the future, there's a possibility as we understand more and more about these things and understand perhaps how the microbiome changes in certain disease states, so for instance diabetes or neurological disease or whatever, we might be able to look at those people and see what has changed in their gut, what bugs have stopped growing, what other bugs have started growing, and perhaps we'll be able to manage some of those things. That's a long way off, and I'm suggesting that's the kind of thing MRM will be doing anytime soon, but it's certainly the future of this research, and it's a pretty, pretty exciting direction, I think. It sounds very aggressive, too, which um, it needs to be, I would think, yeah, with, yeah. with where, where we're at right now with cancer, uh, with uh, Alzheimer's, with everything that's yeah. where we're and, But, I mean, aggressive in a, in a, in a naturopathic 
homeopathic sense. Right, and that's what I mean. Not in a chemical or pharmacological sense. What we're doing is harnessing the body's own agents of change right. the bugs in our gut right. to to actually you know make us well again which i think is very cool exactly and um and you're doing it now with the yep. right with the probiotics and you're making a difference and rightfully so you know for everything that's been going on you know you turn on the commercials and you see with what all the side effects are with all mm-hmm. of the chemicals with the substances or with the, with the drugs and you see half as many side effects are with what they say that it's going to work when you yeah. see this. Yeah. Look, I, I, I come from a country where um, advertisements for pharmaceutical agents are not permitted on the television. So when I first got to the United States, I was completely horrified to see all of the drug ads on TV mm-hmm. and then to listen to the litany of side effects and contraindications that are at the end of every single one of those ads. And it just makes makes me think even more and more how important it is to approach these things from a holistic and, you know, pro-wellness point of view rather than waiting until we get sick and then hoping that we can do something about it. What was your path to... to get into natural well my path was actually drug development i mean that's where i started Mm -hmm. i finished my degree and i went into drug development and then i really had one of those um kind of what is it uh you know road to damascus conversions or whatever it is um i i had a moment where and someone said to me once you know in this life you're either part of the problem or part of the solution and i realized that working in pharmacological medicine i was part of the problem because you know, to me, drugs were, I mean, while they're incredibly important and, you know, don't get me wrong, if I, there are many diseases which if I was afflicted with them, I would want to take the best drug therapy. But at the same time, I'd be looking for some sort of naturopathic, some sort of holistic approach to try and, um, you know, to, to manage my condition and bring myself back into balance. And mm-hmm. so that's where really why I, I completely changed track and and went into nutritional medicine and i'm really happy that i've done that you're making a difference and thank you we appreciate it well thank you for your time some great advice and we really appreciate your knowledge and we look forward to having you on but in the meantime uh, get more information on dr bublik on his website it's mrm.com we look forward to our next visit thanks for listening to the mother's market radio show and for shopping at mother's market The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.